Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Fins Up podcast. I'm your host, Mortz, and I'm not joined by my normal colleague, Sado Dan, tonight, as he's off gallivanting around uh, about the Olympics and all the success that we've had. Uh, this is a podcast tonight where we will be looking at the run home of five teams all joined on 18 competition points as to who's going to fight out for the seventh and eighth spot in the finals. And what better person to go out and get than a Gold Coast Titans fan who him and I have extreme banter when one team jumps the other on the competition table. And at the moment, he cheekily bumped the thread on Monday or oh, Tuesday, sorry. I am joined, you, I know him as uh, Matt College, but uh, you guys know him on Twitter as Hammers. How you doing, Matt? Good, mate. How you going? Yeah, look, not too bad. I, uh, I was kind of hoping that you would forget that thread, but uh, there I was Monday, uh, Tuesday morning, 7am, bang, it bumped, and uh, everyone retweeted the hell out of it. <laughs> mate, it's, um, yeah, I, I, I only, I only uh, just triggered my, uh, my memory when, uh, when I was being where we were, when we hit seven o'clock, I think I did. <laughs> yeah, look, I, 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 I forgot. Yeah, look, I, I, I watched the Monday night games in anticipation, hoping that you wouldn't flog the Bulldogs, and you did. And then all I was saying was, you know, we're, we're coming up against a red hot Gold Coast, uh, sorry, red hot uh, Manly team, and I was just, just don't lose by 43 points. We can't drop out of the top eight. <laughs> well, yeah, you just scraped in there. Yeah, I know. Look, that, that Manly side, as you know, you, you led Manly the other week 24-8 at halftime. They came out and absolutely piled on 48 points or something. And, and you know, 16-0, it was, geez, it looked like it was going to get really ugly. It did get ugly for Cronulla, but not as ugly as we thought it would. It's great to have you back on the podcast. Last time uh, we spoke to you, you were very optimistic going into season 2020. However... Yep. Season 2020 fizzled for you, but some excellent recruitment and a coach who got his wings under him for a season in the NRL in Justin Holbrook. The floor is yours, Matt. Talk to us about the Gold Coast Titans this year. Oh, mate, it's just a, another year of um, what was promised and never really eventuated so far anyway. Um, look, they've recruited well, as you said. Uh, mate, what, I, what I've been telling a lot of people still predominantly a bunch of young like there's not a lot of guys over 23 years old in that thing um, and as good and talented as they are they just don't have experience under, the, under their wings but um, that's all that sort of keeps me going and to believe that they will improve and you see when they're playing well they're playing no one can beat yeah. but when they're bad they're as bad as ever so it's rocks and diamonds and you know, you, you just got to look back at the, the days when Penrith, before they turned into what they are now, they were the same. They had a lot of pops and a lot of diamonds, but they had a good go for they're, they're learning and, and they're getting better, and it's got to hope that Holbrook knows what he's doing, and I think he does, and, and just, you know, trust the process. Yeah, look, in, when you talk about the players, we'll go into your recruitment for the players that you brought in for, for 2021, but there's some, some players that have just improved out of sight. Like, Brian Kelly always looked a talent at Manly. And he went up to the Gold Coast, and yes, he's had some injuries, but he's in a purple patch of form at the moment. And, and on his day, he's as good as any centre in the NRL. Yeah, I think he's very underrated. He's, he's probably one of our most consistent players um, for you. Uh, he's hard. He runs hard. 
tackles hard and, and he, he's not one of those ball hogs either. He doesn't mind offload. Mm. Uh, he's got a good good combination out there on, on the left with, with, um, with Dave and well, now that Dave's moved to the right, but you know him and Ash and, and, um, and Corey when they're, when they're all together, like it's, it's a good combination. Yeah, Corey Thompson shoot. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah, sorry. I'm glad. Sorry, yeah, I'm glad. Um, I'm glad BK's around, and you know, he's, I've got a list on on my Twitter that I trust, and BK's always the number one that I trust. Yeah, um, and, and Corey Thompson turned out to be a, a hell of a pickup for you guys as well. He's 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 a bit of a journeyman, but out on that left wing, mate, his yardage, his finishing, he's probably everything that you need in a winger. And he's unlucky. I think he probably would have played Origin if he didn't get injured um, before Origin one too. I think he's probably one of the best wingers hmm. we've ever had. You know, that's you know that's pretty big raps considering we had guys like Mead and, and Don and, and Gordo. And I think he's up there. Yeah, you know, he's really one of the best we've had. Yeah, and. and- it's just a shame he's so short because if he was about six inches taller, you would be talking about him being one of, if not the best winger in the game, because he'd be able to leap over people. But he's athletic, he's quick, he's strong, he's tough. Um, yeah. You seem to have unearthed a really, really good half, and I want to, I want to talk to you about where how the Gold Coast Titans go moving forward. But Toby Sexton, his first two games in in the NRL have been nothing but sexy. He he has turned yeah. out to be. You know, he's always had raps on him, Australian schoolboy, junior kangaroo, but he's gonna he looks like he's gonna live up to the hype. Yeah. And um mate, he, he just looks good. Like he doesn't look flashy, he doesn't look uh, like he hasn't just broken the head broken the doors down, you know, he's come out and he's done his job and he had wasn't phased, but he kicked like ten goals in a row or something in over two games. Mm. Um like he, he's just he's just Got a old head on him, and it's good to see. Mm-hmm. There's a big problem we've got, which is a good problem between him and Ash and, and Fogarty. That was my question I was going to ask you. Who do you partner with him? Because it seemed like the Gold Coast have invested themselves in Jamal Fogarty. They've, you know, he's the captain, he's a bit older, he's had less experience, he's a late bloomer. But that performance from Ash Taylor against the, the Bulldogs, now I know it was only the Bulldogs, but... As, as I very well know as a Sharks fan, we've lost two of our last three games against the Bulldogs. So yeah. I know I, I know that you can lose to the Bulldogs, but that performance from Ash was a masterclass. The 40-20, the ball that he put for Brimson and then backed up, he set up a couple of tries, his kicking game, that grubber that he put in for, for Brian Kelly as well was was fantastic. So where do the, you know, obviously Toby Sexton is the future. Who partners him into the future? Do you, do you, Say say goodbye to Ash uh, to Ash Taylor. I look, man. I I'm a Ash Taylor fan. Um, I think there's a really good footballer in there somewhere. Uh, he got destroyed by Brennan. Um, I think we sort of mentioned that at the last time I spoke to you. Um, he and over the last couple of weeks, he's just been slowly improving. He's been doing the little things. He's been doing his job, and he's finding a little bit of form and. For the right price, I would probably go Ash Taylor. Uh, for me, I just think he's got that more. He's got more creativity in him than Jamal Fogarty. I love Fogarty. Ball player, good runner, good organizer. But if I had to choose out of the three, my my pick would be Taylor. 
Yeah, look, it seemed pretty clear-cut at the beginning of the year that the Titans were, you know, because Ash Taylor got shopped around to Canberra. He's been shopped to the West Tigers before they signed Jackson Hastings. He's been shopped to Cronulla, and I kind of hope we pick him up now because he looks he looks the player that, that could partner alongside Nico Hines pretty well. We, we do have a young kid named uh, Braden Trindle who, you know, we're, we're investing our future in at the moment, but until he develops, Ash Taylor could go in and slot a you know, slot in there quite comfortably. But it looks like Ash is going to be the man out. I hope we don't lose him to the Super League. Um, he has been offered to the Canberra Raiders. There's some other teams sniffing around at him. But sounds like he wants to stay and fight for his spot. I think he has a point to prove. Uh, he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. I hope they play it. Um, hopefully he's going to repay, you know, because obviously they've been around the bush really hasn't been anywhere close to money and, you know, you can't blame him for taking it. Who would take that money? You know, if you're offered, but, um, I, hand on heart, I'd love to see him play again. I'd love to roll him around for another couple of years. You know, see, give him incentive-based contract and, and see how we go. Yeah, look, he's, he's the classic case of, it's not his fault he's on that money. And, and I always look at it, people always judge Corey Norman on the contract that he's on at the moment, but it's not his fault Parramatta gave him a five-year, $4.5 million deal. Who's not going to take that? Yeah, mate, your bananas are Yeah, that, 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 sets you, that sets your future up. That buys you a house and buys you a nice car. And then you've got some play money left over to go and play the pokies and win another twenty-five grand. Um, <laughs> before we go into your two big signings, I've got some other... Greg Marhews, um, where did he come from? Yeah. I think he came up through the uh, was it the, the early bands and okay. or, or train and trial, but um, mate, he's just been a sensation. Like he he's just a big unit, yeah. fun card, and uh, I would not like to be on the other end while he's running havoc. No, no. Monday night was the first time I actually saw him play. Um, an 80-minute game of football. Now, I, I, I'm not going to lie, hand on heart, the Sharks game is probably the only game that I sit down and watch 80 minutes of every week, and I binge every other game. But I saw him, and I saw the size of him, and I thought, geez, this guy's a prop. And then he went and stood out on the wing, and I looked him up and saw it was Greg Marhews. When he got in the clear for that try, not only is he powerful, but he looked quick as well. Like, really quick. So, is, is, is he a noted speed story? Is it just pace over 40 metres, or...? I, he, in the trials, he scored, like, five tries or something in our, in our trials, and then he got injured and worked his way back and stuck in his But he's just, he's just a powerful bloke. Like, yeah, he's not, I don't think he's devastating to quick over, over the length of the field, but he's, he's mate, just an absolute unit. Cause it's going to be pretty scary with him and Paddy Herbert uh, lining up next to each other. Yeah, and that's the other thing as well. The, the, we haven't even spoke about Philip Sammy. Like, how does he get back in the team? Are he? Yeah, well, that's, that's it. Because, I mean, I, I mean, Philip, Philip Sammy's a speedster, but Patrick Herbert's in some sensational form. Yeah, I, I think Sammy's best position in the centres too, and it's going to be pretty hard to the way yeah, well, as we said, Brian Kelly's probably the you know one of the form centres of the competition at the moment, and Patrick Herbert's never going to let you down. Um, another guy he played Origin this year, Mo Fodawaker. He was someone that you... I went back and listened to our podcast that, that we did a year ago, and he was someone that you mentioned was going to have a breakout couple of years. So kudos to you on that one. Talk to me about Big Mo. Uh, he's a beast. Um, he's a beast. 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 He's
and he's just getting better and better every week. I think I think probably one of the best forwards in the comp, um, and that's not being biased for you know he, his full work at the line, power, got, got, uh, you know his fitness. He, he can play eighty easily, and he'll and he'll, he'll, he'll give you eighty minutes exactly the same. I, I, he's a very underrated player. That that ball for an Origin player too. That ball that Lasoni threw for him to to bust open into the backfield was just nothing short of incredible. And and you know, poor Corey Allen having to stand in front of Fodawaker. I I wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know how to do it, eh? No. Um, Look, another guy who's in really good form, and he, he divides opinion on the Sharks, obviously, because he got suspended for biting our our halfback last year. <laughs> but Kevin Proctor. Kevin Proctor is having a career year. This is Melbourne Storm, Kevin Proctor. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big Kev fan. I'm sorry. I think he's, he's done. I, I, every time we get set restarts on us because of him, I, I, I'm, I'm over it. can't wait <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I mean, if you, if you take away his discipline, because he is a very poor disciplined player, but in terms of his runs and his defence and everything that he's, he actually brings out to an edge, this is this is Melbourne Storm Kevin Proctor. It is, it is, and he'll be he'll make a serviceable uh, addition to another club one day. <laughs> well, it's 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 not it's not far from from the retirement home for Kev. Um, all right, now look. Well, if you could fit up in Brisbane, that's not trolling. I think he would be up there and yeah. had a bit of um, leadership. Yeah, that's it. Like, you know, obviously we say he's a little bit ill-disciplined on the field, but culture-wise, he would he would probably be a really good fit for that rebuilding Broncos team. Now, the two players that you signed in the off-season, uh, Tino, I'm not even going to attempt to say his surname, and uh, David Fafita. Now, big money, big investments... Uh, how have you felt about the signings of these two players at the moment? Let's let's start with David Fafita. Uh, the signing itself, I thought, was great. It was a boost. It, yeah, it was big money. Um, I'm in two minds. Like the money, the money thing, sort of, I, I'd walk at that, but it's done. You have to I, I can't control that. To have him on that team, I far better than if he wasn't on our team, obviously. Uh, the guy's a threat. You can see just the way he plays. But he's only a kid too. Like when he gets when he gets another couple of kids under his belt, he, he, knows, he, get, he gets a little bit more footy smart, play alongside Ash and Sexy and Fogs and, 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 you know, BK and all those. Once he starts forming combinations with these guys. Yeah, now, it's, it's been interesting... It's been interesting he's been dropped back to the bench and that's a little bit of inconsistency and a little bit of poor form. Defensively, he was a little bit shaky as well. But when he's on, he is absolutely on. Yep, absolutely. And look, I think, I don't hate him coming on for 20 minutes in the first half, getting a referee and then coming out for 40. I, I don't mind that, that strategy at all because, you know, you, you get in the, you get 20 minutes of the best. If we can, if we're in with a Um, I think I think it's a good good boy. Um, it's 
yeah, we just, I don't know, I don't know how to, how, how best we can use him for the moment, but he has the under age, he was a big fellow on that run, and he's working, but the, yeah, if we can start to get you bursting on the ball a bit harder and faster, the closer to the line. Yeah, look, and, and as you said, you, you nailed it there because we, we said this about one of our players, CSI Fatalakai, when he was an impact player last year and with a guy like Toby Rudolph as well, is if we were in the game after 20 minutes and we brought those guys on against fatigued forwards, we seemed to play a lot better. And the last couple of weeks, you guys have been leading when you introduced David Fafita into the game, which is a huge bonus. I don't think that strategy works if you're playing the Melbourne Storm and you're down 24-0 and you try and bring Fafita back in to wrestle the game. That's probably a game where he has to start. But these last couple of games, like the, the Bulldogs, you could just see they were out on their feet defending like demons, and then they look up and see David Fafita holding an interchange card, and you could almost feel their soul draining. Absolutely, and you know he's fired up too. Yeah. He's missed a few games, and he's been dropped to the bench. You know he's got a point when he gets those tree trunks going, he's on Yeah, Now, he does have a brain snap in him as well because against the Bulldogs, all he had to do was get a quick play of the ball and he scored a try instead. His arm hit the ground and he, he let out and scored. Now, a part, of me was, a part of me was hoping that the referees would just overlook it because I needed him for the last leg of a multi, but the other part of me was just like, what are you doing, Dave? Just play the ball. And it wasn't even close. No. Like, it was the most blatant yeah. double move. You're not, you're not going to see a more blatant. It was, it was almost a triple move. That I <laughs> and now, and the other signing that you got, who I think is actually the better signing of the two that you made, is, is Tino Farbasur Moali. Yeah, that'll do. You said it better than me. Look, you, you got him from the Melbourne Storm, obviously, and he brings that Melbourne culture with him. And he has been sensational this year. Mate, he's, he, he's just like a quiet achiever, though. He just gets the best. Yeah. Um, runs away, and, and, and there's no um, no easy beaters. He just gets in, puts, rolls his sleeves up, does the hard work. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He has been. You know, for mine, he's been the buyer of the year. I know people turn around and go, oh, Fafida scored, you know, three hat tricks and, you know, scored 13 tries or whatever it is. For mine, Tino has been the absolute steal of the year as well. Especially losing Jai Arrow as well. I think Tino, it's more than a like for like. I think Tino has got a bigger steal than Jai Arrow. Yeah. Young, obviously, and um, and he's possibly getting anyone in the so I've got, I've got two more player names before we go on to the, the big thing here. Now, obviously, one player that you, you signed, Herman SASA. What's happened to him? Oh, mate, that was a dud. That, that was the... Um, who do we sign from, from Penrith? A couple of days that don't wait half a day. Uh, it was... Uh, uh, what's his name? The, the big fella, the big bald guy. Yeah, 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 that's, how, that's how good he was. Yeah. Um, yeah, mate, I... What, it was... I think it was always going to be a death signing. What he played one game, I think, and, and absolutely fucked it up. Yeah. And the other one is a player that you got from the Newtown Jets who's turned out to just be a really, really handy addition, but that's Jermaine Jolifay. Yeah. Mate, uh, I think all of our bench forwards this year have, have provided, have just, like, they've come on and they've just run off the back bench. Jolifay and, and, um, and, um, Ah, Sam Lasoni, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, and even like Aaron Clark, who can play. A bit, a bit, a bit he's a nugget, isn't he, Aaron Clark? He, he's he's going to be. I think he's our future nine. Those bench forwards uh, have been have been great. Every time they come on, they just, they just rip in. That's mm. been a big plus plus all yeah. year. I think. I think. Look, looking at the Titans team now, your biggest hole is is the nine, and just you yep. don't have that killer number nine. If you got something like a Brandon Smith, you're borderline top fourteen. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think maybe there was a little bit of. Uh, well, the Mowers because we're a chance to get Cam Smith, and that's why we could address that um, position. But you know, we've got a bit of money coming off the books this year, and who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, just quietly, your coach Justin Holbrook. You were thrilled with him last time. I, I, last time we spoke, I, I take it your opinion hasn't changed of Justin Holbrook. Yeah, mate, I was a little bit down in the middle of the year, but um, just think we've lost our way. But um, it's probably more on Jim Jimmy because I think our defence has been, uh, our attacks have always been good. Defense has been good. Yeah. I think uh, Justin, he's got the tools to be a good Yeah, he does, he does. And, and his success, you know, his success with what he achieved with St. Helens, he's, he's a longevity coach. He's not one that you can just bring in for two years and then punt. You need to let him, you know, obviously Garth Brennan was an absolute mistake and you were sold a lemon. This guy's come in and fixed you know the the issues that you have, and he's making those. He's making these players better. Like he's turning these players into Origin players. Brian Kelly is just unlucky that Tom Turbo and Latrell Mitchell will fit because he was probably the next cab off the rank for for an Origin spot. Um, all right, Matt. Let's let's talk now. The race home for the final two spots: the Gold Coast Titans sit in seventh, the Cronulla Sharks sit in eighth, and this is why we're sitting here amicably discussing. The run home. Uh, the Canberra Raiders are ninth. The St George of the War Dragons are tenth, and the Newcastle Knights are eleventh. Now, each team is on eighteen competition points, which is nothing that I've ever seen before. And I think all the statisticians have gone back to try and find it, and they can't. I think there's a team that's clearly going to drop out of this race due to injuries, and I'm going to say that's the Dragons. Looking at the run home of a couple of teams, though, there are some some sides who have got a particularly rough run home. What you and I are going to do is run through round 21 to round 25 and all the games that each team plays and we'll discuss who we think is going to win and who we think is going to lose and we'll come up with yours and my top eight. Now, you know, I know you're a Titans fan and you're probably going to pick them to win every game, but we need to be a little bit <laughs> a little bit more logically on this, seeing a couple of the teams that you do play. So let's start with round 21. You take on the North Queensland Cowboys. The Gold Coast Titans take on the North Queensland Cowboys. How do you feel that your Titans are going to go? I think we should account for them pretty easily. We, we dusted them last time. The, the, I don't think they've won a game for, what, five or six weeks? Uh, yeah. It's a big one. They're coming off this is the first time. I think we'll be going for three in a row, and they know the finals are on the line, so this will really, this will really see whether, what they're made of. Yeah, I'm also going to pick you to beat the Gold Coast. Uh, sorry, the uh, the North Queensland Cowboys quite convincingly as well. Um, my Sharks take on the New Zealand Warriors. Now the Warriors are a team just sitting below in this log jam. Now they've lost a lot of players um, who have gone home. They've got some injuries. They do welcome back some players. How do you think the Sharks are going to go against the Warriors on the weekend? I think you should do. Them. Yeah, you should. Uh, I think you've got far too much experience. In 
Warriors have given up. Yeah. I, I, look, I, I'm glad they beat the Tigers. I'm, I really am glad they beat the Tigers. I didn't want to do a podcast and put the Tigers into finals contention. Dan and I have both said that it's going to be a very similar game to when we played the Warriors a couple of weeks ago. We'll probably win it by about 10 points, but that should be enough to solidify us in the top eight. Um, the Canberra Raiders are taking on the St. George Illawarra Dragons now. I think this is the last week of the Dragons having injury, uh, sorry, the, the, the barbecue suspension. But Ben Hunt has gone down with an injury. I'm going to pick Canberra in this one. Yeah, I didn't think Ben Hunt there. I can't see him winning another game. So on that, the Dragons are going to lose to the Raiders. The Raiders are going to win. Uh, the Newcastle Knights are taking on the Brisbane Broncos. Now, this would have been a Knights home game. It's up in... Is it at your home ground or is it at Brisbane? It's in Brisbane. Now, Brisbane. The, Knights welcome, the, Knights. Yeah, the Knights welcome back Mitchell Pearce, but they also have the four-day turnaround, as you said. And the Broncos, though, they're without Jake Turpin and Katoni Staggs is gone for the rest of the year. I'm going to pick the Knights here. Mm. I, I, um, I, I'm tossing the, I'm tossing the coin with this one. I think the Broncos can beat them. Um, I even say I want them to beat them, but I, I do think the Knights should be taken. Okay. So at the end of this round now, we have four teams on 20 competition points. So we're giving two points to the Titans, two points to the Sharks, two points to the Raiders, and two points to the Knights. We'll, uh, we'll flatline that at the moment because we, we, if it comes down to a tiebreaker, we can talk for and against or we can flip a coin. Round 22, the Gold Coast Titans are taking on the informed South Sydney Rabbitohs. Mm. I'm sorry, mate. I'm going to pick the Rabbits here. Yeah, mate, look, it, it'll be a miracle if we win that, but yeah, I, I, I agree. Okay. Now, a tough game as well for my Sharks because we're taking on another team on 20 points. We're taking on the Knights. Now, in recent years, we've had the Wood over the Knights, but since they got Callum Ponga, we haven't been able to beat them. Oh, actually, I think we beat them once, but that's when we had Luke Lewis and Paul Gallen. This is a tough game for the Sharks. I'm going to pick the Knights. No, I still think the Knights are fragile mentally. Um, and and they are if if you bash them, they fall. And the sharks, they love to bash. But I, yeah, I'm going to pick the sharks. You're going to pick the sharks. And, yeah. There we go. I've 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 gone the night. You know what? You've talked me into is, it. Is, is Moylan back? Well, Moylan's not back this week. He should be back against the Knights. Yeah. All right, you've talked me into it. We'll we'll agree. We'll agree. So that means that we don't need to talk about the Knights because they're going to lose. Uh, the Canberra Raiders are taking on the Melbourne Storm. I think you and I both know who's going to win this game. And the Dragons are taking the Panthers. I'm going to go the Panthers in that game. So only one team takes the competition points in that round for you and I, and that's the Sharks. Yep. Okay. Uh Geez, round 23 doesn't get any better for you because you're taking on the Melbourne Storm. Uh, Sorry, Matt, I'm not picking you in this game either. Mate, our for and against the Uh The Sharks are taking the Tigers. 
Yeah, that is a danger game. That is a danger game. Uh, especially on Twitter. Yeah, especially on Twitter. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm going to take the Sharks in this one. You don't need to talk me out of it. You should have to. You should beat them. I mean, on teams you should beat them. Uh, the Canberra Raiders are taking on Manly, and I am going to pick Manly. Uh, the Dragons are taking on the Roosters. And, the yeah, and the Knights are taking on the Dogs. I'm going to give the Knights that win. All right. So that puts the Newcastle Knights have leapfrogged everyone and gone into eighth spot. The Sharks are currently in seventh. The Gold Coast Titans take on the Newcastle Knights. <laughs> this is it. The one. This is it. Um. Yeah, this is the final for the 8th spot, I think. I'm going to pick you to win. I'm going to pick you guys to beat the Knights. Yeah, I think we absolutely busted them last time we played them. And I don't think Dave Taylor will have another another field day out there. Now, the Sharks are taking on the Broncos. Now, this is supposed to be a Cronulla home game. Um, I don't know if we'll be back in New South Wales or not. But from what I have been told, if this game is still in Queensland, we're lobbying to have this game on the Sunshine Coast where we have support or at Seabus. We don't want this game played at Suncorp. Um, round 24, the Broncos should be well and truly out of contention now. Not that they are. They should have nothing to play for. Cronulla were embarrassed last time they played the Broncos. I'm going to pick them to bounce back and beat the Broncos. Yeah, I think the Broncos will win a couple coming in. And this is... Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I think you, you you're going to lose one somewhere along the line. This is probably especially if it's played at some. If you want to talk about games that we're going to lose, it's probably going to be the next round. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Canberra Ra- yeah, the Canberra Raiders are taking on the New Zealand Warriors. I am going to pick the Raiders to win that game. Uh, the Dragons are taking on the Cowboys. Now, this is the game that Ben Hunt could return, but if their season's over, I can't see them risking him. Um, I still think that they'll have too much for the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, I think so. And we've already said the Newcastle Knights are going to lose to the Titans. Um, so, the... Gold Coast Titans in the final round of the competition take on the Warriors in a game where they're probably going to need to boost their for and against. I'm going to pick you to beat, to win this game. There's too much for you to play for. I'm going to pick you to win. I agree. Big, big crowd too if it's played at Seabus. Yeah, big crowd. And I think that you'll win that quite comfortably as well. The Warriors will be... The, the minute they lose that game, they're going to be on the first plane back to New Zealand. That travel, travel bubble will be open. That's where their head's going to be. Their family, their friends are hungry. They're out. They've checked out. We take on the Melbourne Storm. Now, there's no hypotheticals in this. Now, in round 25, the team that has won the minor premiership usually rests their players. And we saw that last year, even still. We took on the Canberra Raiders in round 25 last year. The Raiders couldn't finish any lower than fifth, couldn't finish any higher than fifth, and they rested all their players. The Melbourne Storm rested all their players in round 25. The Panthers rested all their players as well. We're not playing hypotheticals. It's full-strength Melbourne Storm against the full-strength Cronulla Sharks. I'm going to pick the Storm. I'll be your 
<laughs> Look, the only, saving, the only saving grace for us is that we actually now have a good relationship with Melbourne. They should have the minor premiership secured and they should rest everybody, but... That uh, will change his revenge game. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I, I, you know, we're going on full strength teams here, so let's go with Melbourne to win that game. Uh, the Canberra Raiders are taking on the Roosters. Now, full strength, I'm going to pick the Roosters. The Dragons are taking on the Rabbits. I'm going to pick the Rabbits. And the Knights are taking on the Broncos. I'm going to pick the Knights to win this game. Okay. Now, let's go. Gold Coast, Sharks, Canberra, uh, Dragons, and Knights. So, we've both given them two points. So, you have got an extra six points. I have given Cronulla eight points. You have given Cronulla six points. We have given the Raiders four points. We have given the Dragons two points. And we have given the Knights six points. Based on that ladder, it's going to come down to four and against. So my ladder has the Sharks finishing seventh, the Gold Coast finishing eighth, and the Knights finishing ninth. Your ladder has the Gold Coast finishing seventh, the Sharks finishing 8th, and the Gold Coast finishing ninth. The advantage that we have at the moment over the Newcastle Knights is that their for and against is about 100 points worse than both of ours. I think they're minus 120 or minus 130. The disadvantage that you have in your run home is that you're taking on the Rabbits and the Storm and your for and against could easily go south. Yeah, yeah now we're right side defence against uh, Edge. So, based on uh, this, I think we played them four weeks ago, and we we didn't lose by. I think it was. I think it was thirty. Yeah. So, so your four and against is minus twenty four. Ours is minus fifty eight. The Knights is minus one hundred and fifty seven. Uh, minus one hundred and forty seven. So, for you, there needs to be a hundred and twenty three point turnaround. Now, normally you'd say that's pretty unachievable, but you play you play South Sydney and Melbourne back to back. It could happen. Yeah, um, for the Sharks, I don't think there's a game that we're going to get battered. Uh, you know, if we lose, we're we're going to be right in the contest unless Melbourne put out a full strength squad. I can't see that happening, but we're not playing hypotheticals here. Um, the Knights could have three comfortable wins over the Broncos, the Dogs, and the Broncos. So, but based on this, both our sides are making the top eight. Fingers crossed. The promised land. We wouldn't have it any other way either, would we, Matt? There'd be no point having this podcast yeah. if we weren't going to make the top eight. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, not going to get here and bomb us out. <laughs> yeah. um, look, you and I, we, we, have, we do have this running battle and we always jib each other as to who's uh, top of the... Uh, the ladder. So let's make interesting right here. Let's put a six pack on it. Uh, down. Down. Okay. Let's do it. Whoever finishes higher out of the sharks in the uh, the Titans, the other one gets a six pack for him. Uh, Perfect, mate. Look before before we go. Is there anything you want to plug? Is there any um, Gold Coast Titans podcasts or anything out on socials we should be looking out for? Uh, no, mate. Just uh, get around all the Titans boys uh, on Twitter. We're all a bunch of lads. Um, Pretty easy to find with, 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 with our team. Um, but 
but uh, there are there are a few of us, and um, yeah, shout out to all the girls out there that have happened to watch this. Look, I follow all the good Titans fans. I follow all the good ones, and then I follow you. So, <laughs> Matt, it's been a pleasure. We won't leave it a year again. Um, look, obviously, in the in the off season, Dan and I try and review every team we can. We will get you back on there. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Up the Sharks. All right, thanks for having me.